Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you. It's Tuesday night. It's about eh, it's a quarter after nine. We'll talk about that. We're Some important stuff going on that, that we have to make sure uh, we have family and everything comes first. But we are here. You're a Steelers fan. Where else would you rather be? It's exciting after this past week. But I have to say, with me as always, except when he's not, my big brother, Rich. Rich, how you feeling? Oh, we might as well just go ahead and get this out of the way as we breathe in the sweet smell of victory from this oh, past weekend. It's nice to breathe in that sweet smell of victory. My goodness, it really is. You, you, you can't. Oh. To me, it was a breathe deep. Um, did, did, did you pay in the staff article? Did you pick the Panthers? Yes. I picked the Panthers too, but I don't know if you read my explanation. I'm like. I'm tired of constantly picking the team that's I five do. and eight. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, if I'm going to be wrong, I want to be wrong by the Steelers winning. <laughs> so I, I said it on the preview. I thought they could have even come out and just stomped the Panthers. Now the scoreboard didn't show it that way. Do you feel like they, they kind did. of stomped on the Panthers? It, uh, let me see. I'll, I'll go with uh, what, twenty-one. 1143. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. 21 plays, that much time off the clock, whatever it was, and seven points. And seven points. Yeah. That, that was that, that was something. That drive was the epitome of this game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And and the thing that you have to look at is that when the Steelers control the wait, clock wait, 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 wait. long, you're not going to score that many points. And when did they do that? The first drive of the third quarter. Wait, did, <laughs> they did always the suck. Quarter? I know. I know. That's there were so many things that the Steelers did in that game that you hadn't that, that you were just waiting to see for such a long time. And some people are like, well, they had to do it with Mitch Trubisky, not Kenny Pickett. I don't think the quarterback play was all that different in this game. Regardless of who it would have been, because the big thing that Trubisky, yes, he can sometimes offer you more other things, but he could also turn the ball over, and he didn't. 
in my opinion, Mitch Trubisky played a Kenny Pickett light game because since the bye, Kenny Pickett doesn't, doesn't have any turnovers. Mitch Trubisky came out, did the same thing. Could have, could he have maybe taken more chances? He maybe could have. He didn't need to. He didn't need to. Didn't As need Coach Tomlin says, it is so much easier for a quarterback to play behind a a, a great run game than than it is otherwise. It was just that win just felt good. Is is that a good way to say it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Just the Steelers just were in control of that game, and because they were in control of that game, what I want to say, yeah, you know, probably Mitchell Trubisky didn't feel like he had to do something great for the team. Yeah. Just keep going with what's working. Yeah. And they kept going with what was working and it continued working. So we'll we'll, we'll think about it. When he came in off the bench the week before, they were trailing. Yeah. They were losing. So you you gotta go out and do something to win the game. This one Carolina got the ball to start three and out. Yep. And then the Steelers get the ball and they move it and they score. It was just um, here, George Teston says it a, a great way. He says it was kind of comfortable, kind of comfortable. Well, now, we can we can get in here and talk about that. Yeah. There was really only one small period of time where I wasn't comfortable. Yes, yeah. now we can we'll, talk about that. We'll, we'll, talk about we'll get that to later. that. Let's go ahead and and hit up. It's Tuesday night, and you know what happens on Tuesday. Coach Tomlin speaks to the media. I do the recap. We mention some highlights here, and then we roll into talking about the game. If you want a full recap, go back and check out that podcast. It's on our audio platform. Anywhere you you listen to podcasts, just search for Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and, and we'll be right there. But Coach Tomlin spoke to the media today, and later on they had to give an estimated, for those of you that are listening, you can't see me do my air quotes to say estimated, uh, injury report because the injury reports have to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because of the Saturday game. Most of the NFL was on that schedule. Um, last week, you know how there was three Saturday games and everything else on Sunday and you had Monday, Thursday. This week, it's your three Sunday games. Everything else is on Saturday other than the Thursday and Monday. So a lot, some more games on Sunday or sorry, Saturday this week because because of the holiday. So they gave the estimated report, but Coach Tomlin hit up most of this. He said, now some people are saying, can he pick it out of the concussion protocol? That's not what Coach Tomlin said. Coach Tomlin said, that's behind him. He's got one more box to check. And that one more box to check is he's got to come out and, and, and be a full participant in practice for them to say, yeah, you're good. You he he is He can't officially clear the protocol till then. That is phase five. That that's phase five of the protocol, the last phase that that's what you have to do. So technically but, he's not, he hasn't had an opportunity to right. do that. Had the Steelers the actually had why. a practice today. Yeah. He would have, he would have. That's why he was listed as a full participant. Right. Coach Tomlin said that's what he would have been, but that has to be the last step. Whenever that last step w- can be, you know, um, I think the only way that doesn't happen is if it's going into the off season. So that's that's how that works. It's and he's right. It's just checking the box. So unofficially, he's out of the protocol because he's just got to check the box. But that, but officially, that still is going to have to happen on Wednesday when they take the field. Okay. Other things that he mentioned, he said, you know, Pat Furmuth might be, you know, coming back from his ankle. He was asked about that. Sorry, foot. Um, didn't address that that affected the game at all. Do you think that's why Fairmuth played less snaps and didn't have any targets? One of the reasons. Yeah. So the foot's dinged up, mm-hmm. and the Steelers were spending more time running the ball than passing the ball. So why not, if you're going to run it more, play your block, you know, your big monstrous, looks more like a tackle tight end. Yeah. More. Yeah. And I mean, I... And it's not that they didn't send Framuth out on routes. They kind of almost needed him out there to draw coverage for everything else. And if honestly, if they didn't target him, I don't like a, I said in the post game show, I would have to ask somebody like KT Smith um, or Jeffrey if they didn't target him because he because they were focused on him and covered almost and, and and he was just covered. I'm fine with that. That's the good thing about the Steelers. Someone like oh, their their weapons disappear at times. If they've got DJ Pickens, Fairmuth, 
if the if a defense wants to really focus in on taking away one of them, the other two just have to step up. Yep. You know, they don't have to force it to, to Fairmouth. I mean, Trubisky should realize that. He tried to two of his passes to him last week were intercepted. So I, I I think the injury plays in. I think it was a lot of factors. So that was another one. Um, Miles Jack is I, I'm trying to remember. Was he one that was listed as as estimated as limited after um, he missed the game? Um, I, I I'm, I'm bringing up the injury the, report right now. Yeah. <laughs> I should have it in front of me. Uh, I was just trying to go through memory. I I only looked at it about an hour ago. Really? Uh, yeah, Miles Jack. Yeah, was, so Miles Jack. Yeah, he was lim- He was projected to be limited. So was Derek Watt with an ankle that was brought up in the press conference. So that was expected. Uh, Terrell Evans with a hands hand that uh, hamstring was didn't participate estimated, um, but. Because the other one that was mentioned that was new was where am I? It was Watt, Edmonds, and it was Deontay Johnson with a toe, not his typical hip that he had before. And he was limited, estimated. But Coach Tomlin, with those three players specifically, he said that it's stuff that's going to affect their availability during the week, but we're not expecting it to affect their availability for the next game. Right. That's good to know. The um, three players were listed as did not practice, and two of them were were rest. And that was Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi. Like Coach Hobbs, like, uh, if we'd have practiced today, I wasn't asking those guys to go. But it's really nice to see Ogunjobi there without an injury designation. Um, yes, that was nice. So, you know, Najee Harris, they said he would have been limited with his hip. I don't think that was anything. Josh Jackson, they said, would have been back as full from where he had his ankle last week. Uh, I mean, he was inactive, but it wasn't due to injury. It was just because um, – of where everything lies. And then of course, Kenny Pickett full. That was pretty much everything going on. Um, there was something we didn't even cover yet for the website. The Steelers had one of their practice squad players poached by another team. Um, it was um, outside linebacker, David and Nene, who they poached from Tennessee when TJ Watt got hurt. Um, did I say saints? It was Falcons, the Falcons who, who poached them. Um, uh, that'll probably come out whenever the Steelers make a move with the practice squad later this week. I assume that they will. Um, that's it. Let's talk about this past game because okay. what the title of the show is, is the Steelers find success against teams on their level. In other words, the Carolina Panthers came in with an identical record with the Steelers. The biggest difference between these two teams is the Panthers are right there in the hunt for their division. My goodness, if they would have beat the Steelers, they'd have been in first place. Yep. Um, instead, they're a game out still. So there's, but they're so they're still right there. That's the only difference. You know, well, obviously, then the Panthers, you know, fired their their coach, has had a new coach midseason, those kind of things. But their record and and everything going forward, it, it, it's they had the same record coming into the game. Um, with the Panthers have a little bit more to play for from 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 the postseason perspective. But the Steelers, they, they went into Carolina. They went on the road. They took care of business. Isn't this what you're wanting to see from this team? Beating those teams that you that, that record-wise appear to be on the same level as them? Yeah. Record-wise, or just overall, you know, even past the record, you know, the whole eye test thing, you know. If, if, yeah. I look, if I've watched a team play and say they're really – at around the same level as the Steelers, I expect to see the Steelers then beat them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at tiers of the NFL of where teams are and everything, it, the Steelers aren't winning games against teams that are way up there. I, I still think it's crazy that they were favored against Baltimore at home, even though Lamar Jackson wasn't playing. I mean, because Baltimore – Going into that game, they were eight and four. You know, the, the, that's kind of they're on a different, they're in the winning record level. Now, I know the Steelers played uh New England and the Jets earlier in this earlier in the season, and they're both sitting at 500 right now. They're they're right there where they would be the wow, they would be either in the wild cards or right at the wild card level. I think they're both the first, they're the first two teams out right now, but they're right in the hunt with all that. That's that. That's a, a higher level than where the Steelers are, where they need a crapload of help and everything to go perfectly. Um, 
those and the Steelers, two, you know, those are two teams I wish we'd have played a little, be playing now and not when we did. And that's we what I was so just close, getting ready to we say. So close to beating I would love to see them then. play one of one or both of those teams right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about that. The that was when the Steelers were still getting stuff figured out with the quarterback. Blah blah blah. The both of line. both. Of, yeah, both of those games. It was you know I mean it was week two and week four. Week two and week four. So far, the only team that the Steelers have did not defeat this year that has a losing record is the Cleveland Browns. And to me, that's an outlier for two reasons. One, it was Thursday night on the road. That's really tough. That's one reason. But the other reason is that's an AFC North game. You know, the, the, the Steelers, the only win they have against a team with a winning record this year is the Bengals. But that's also an AFC North game. Those are kind of where you see a team twice, anything goes. To me, this, if the Steelers split against the Browns and the Browns don't have a winning record, that that to me is just kind of, you know, looking at it from the aspect of that's AFC North. That's what it is. I still think the Steelers, they still have a chance to split against the Ravens. I think they blew that chance. Uh, they, I mean, they, they – they 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 had them they had them on the hook they they really did they had them on the hook you know why but they are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook yeah they let them off the hook you know they 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 could have had the ravens so to me if they don't end up swimming with the ravens it's because you know circumstances and they blew it but that's still another winning team so think about this we're going into this season. Some people really had some lofty expectations for the Steelers. They were talking, you know, 12. I thought I was going full Homer when the schedule came out and I said 11 wins. I was kind of embarrassed by it because I thought I was going a little bit too much of a Homer and I got ripped to shreds as being a hater, but you had to realistically think of where this team that, was. This is was a rebuilding real, transition. That I, really yeah. I was really a hater. Yeah, because you had what? You were what? Ten and seven, or nine, or nine and eight, something like that. I was uh, at a nine and eight, or eight eight one, or something. You know, I was I was keeping the, I was barely keeping the uh, non losing season for Coach T intact. Yeah, and and honestly, that if the Steelers are even flirting with the non losing season on a on a in a season where it was an obvious. Offensive rebuild with the stuff going on at quarterback. And you lost TJ Watt for half the year. The fact that they're even flirting with 500 to me is a testament that they might be further ahead in this process than we thought that they might have been. Yeah, we're overzealous fans that think they could win all these crazy games, and you just don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Is the defense what we thought it was going to be? No. But then this week happened. Let's get back to this game, Rich. It, it was something I brought up on my numbers article. There have been yes, six I games. This. I loved this stat. Six games in the NFL this season where a team was held to under 30 yards rushing for the game. Six six games. The Pittsburgh Steelers had two of them. They were the defense on two of them. They held the New Orleans Saints to 29 yards rushing, and then they just held the Carolina Panthers to 21 yards rushing. And some people were saying before, oh, it's just the Saints. Now they say, oh, it's just the Panthers. Well, if it's just the Panthers, how come no one else has done it to them this year? If it's just the Saints, how come no other team has done this twice this year? The only other teams that that have that, that have done this were are, are, are the Detroit Lions um, held the Minnesota Vikings to 22 yards. The Washington Commanders held Houston to 21 yards. Kansas City held Tampa to three yards, and Jacksonville held the Chargers to 26 yards. That's been it. So if you want to poo-poo on it. How come it's how come there's only been six games and yet the Steelers had two of them? That's a big deal. The Steelers yeah. figured out what they wanted to do in this game and they did it. What do you have? What else do you want to say about the Steelers' run uh, defense? I, 
the run defense this week was great. I think we that when it comes to comparing this week to last week, I think somewhere we we what I want to say we outthought ourselves last week. Yeah, you know you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like it. The answer seemed so obvious that we didn't decided not to give that answer. We gave something else last week, and it and it was terrible. Um, this week, I thought it was fantastic. Um, really, where it made a big difference. Actually, it, early in the game, it was Cam Hayward and, and Larry Ogunjobi. I mean, they were just blowing up the line of scrimmage. Um, and I think that just set the tone for the day. I thought Alex Highsmith was doing a great job of setting the edge on the run game, not let not letting the runners get to the outside. Um, and honestly, I thought, in particular, I saw several times, I saw Devin Bush filling holes and making tackles on the running backs probably better than I've seen him maybe do ever. But part of that was because yeah. he was coming into those holes clean. Yeah. He was coming into the, you know, he was clean and getting into the hole and stuffing the runner. Both yeah. He and, both he and Bobby Spill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you happen to catch the, the, the PFF article for the defense. Yes. Yeah. Um, Alex Highsmith, he had the highest runs run grade of anybody in the NFL this week on defense, regardless of position. Alex Highsmith, top grade, 93.7. Him and Cam Hayward both had overall scores in the 90s. Devin Bush and Robert Splain were, were next in the 80s. It was really something to, to see this team. They figured out a plan, and it came through for them. It wasn't like against Baltimore, Cam Hayward said after the game, I was trying to do too much. I was trying to do too much. I was trying to do too much. Um. Yeah. And sometimes when you try to do too much, you get yourself out of position. Or what happens when you get out of position? Other guys get out of position, and then nobody's in the positions they're supposed to be in on plays. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like everybody was where they were supposed to be this week. Oh, and I might bring up one other guy I thought played fantastic. Okay, and not in the run game, but actually overall was um that would be the guy that a couple years ago everybody wanted to get rid of. And now everybody's thinking maybe we ought to try to hold on to him. And that would be Terrell Edmonds. Yeah. Did he was another one. Like him that. blowing up the left tackle. Yeah. He was running. Oh, one was, over, was fantastic. <laughs> running over. The yeah. Tackle. That is a safety. That is a defensive back running over a tackle. So. Um, I just thought that the Steelers did a nice job bringing the physicality back to their game defensively. Yeah. Yep. So it, it it's uh, uh, it's frustrating because you're like, wow, if they could have had half that the week before, think of what we'd be talking about right now. Yes. You know what? But they didn't because they didn't. this okay. is this is just this is what happens to teams in transition, teams that are going from from one thing to another. That you don't always have it there when you need to, but when you play a team on their level, the Steelers have been able to come through. They, so and so that that's just who they are, and because 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 who are they, Rich? But they are who we thought they were. Yeah. So the with this, the Steelers winning these games, people, you know, if they want to poo-poo on all these teams are very good. You know, those are the teams that you need to beat. These are actually teams on the Steelers level, which kind of, to me, puts the Steelers, they're either at the top of this level or they're at the bottom of the next level. Because they're 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 right there. It's 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 kind of like the Steelers are going to finish the season <laughs> where they really belong. Yeah, and, that, and that's somewhere in that middle third. Yes, and it, it feels like how do I say it? It feels like my my softball team this past year. We 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 rank teams to put them in divisions by number. You know, first team's number one, whatever. So our team was at a certain number. You know what we kept doing? We kept beating every team that was a lower number than us, and we would lose to every team that was a higher number than us. Meaning higher as in 
you know, if, if we were 11th, they were 10th, 9th, and 8th. You know, that's what we did all season with that. And to me, that feels like that's what the Steelers is. They've, they've kind of settled into that spot, not in the postseason. I mean, do you feel that this is really a playoff team? No. 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 Do you feel like if – if it was a team, I, I say it before, if they would have beat the Ravens and had themselves set up to where if they got on a big, crazy roll, that they would be dangerous, that would have been great. They could have made it into the postseason and maybe done a splash. I, But they didn't, which showed me they weren't a team that was on a huge roll. But now they came out, did a nice job in this game, rolled through the last three, and even if you're not rolling to the postseason, roll into the offseason. Yes, roll into roll the offseason. Roll off into the offseason. Go out of this, go out of this season on a high note. Go out with a lot of positive things going on, yeah. things that the, that the coaching staff will want to build on. Get a few more pieces, and then see where that lands you for next year. Then maybe instead of you being the eleven team in Dave Softball League, now maybe you're you feel like you're you should be moving up to like the six or seventeen, and. You know, then you never know what happens. But you know, let let's finish strong. That's yeah. what I like. You know, a strong finish. I want to feel good about this team after these last three games. I don't want to be sitting here, you know, in the middle of January thinking, "Oh my gosh, we've got eight thousand holes to fill. How in the world are we going to get it done?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and so now rather than looking at filling eight thousand holes, no, Grant, you're going to have players that aren't back, Correct. but you're going to have to fill holes with players you lose, and you're going to look to upgrade things that you have, and that's going to be a massive discussion that we're going to have for months once this season is over. But we're going to save that for when this season is over. Correct. But I want to feel good about when the season's over, so that yeah, I, you know, I don't want to go into that discussion. All gloom and doom. Yeah. And people that are like, man, why do they keep winning games? They're just hurting their, their draft position. You know what? I can't remember who said it. I brought it up. I, I don't know if I brought it up on the screen, but I definitely talked about it on the post-game show and gave them credit because it's exactly how I feel. Unless you're needing to get your quarterback, you don't have to draft in the top five to – to 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 make it be make like like it's making a huge big difference on your team. Yeah. You can do other things that where you draft that they will be that, that, that that's fine. And you're like, oh well, there's a big difference between five and fifteen. Yeah, there can be. But then again, you can have someone at five that doesn't work out and someone at fifteen that does. It and and unless you're having to get your next superstar quarterback and the Steelers aren't drafting a quarterback. They're not, they're not drafting quarterback in the first round. Some people are like Pickett's not the answer, you know, no. And you're not going to get the answer to that question for three years. They're not doing one the next draft either, unless there's, you know, some crazy things I don't even want to speak of, you right. know, if, that's if not they, the plan. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round thinking you're going to do it again the next year or two years from now. That's not the plan. Yeah, so, then, you, then you become the Cleveland Browns, or yeah. the New York Jets, or somebody like that. And 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 our, the Steelers organization doesn't tend to be run that way. Yeah, and and Sherry Richards, thank you. You play to win the game. Exactly. That's what you do. That that was that was her comment. Um. So bottom line is. You're you're going to go out there. It is so much more important for this team to have a winning mentality and end the season on a high note going into the offseason to build into 2023 than it is to gain five draft spots. They're, 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 it's so, I mean, exponentially more important. Exponentially more important. Seriously. It, 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 you almost can't, it's, it's almost negligible. Let's think of it this way real quick, okay? I would rather the Steelers be picking at 15 mm -hmm. with the chance then to be a, 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 you know, a playoff team next year that could go into the playoffs and even potentially make some noise. I would rather yeah. pick at 15 and have that potential than to pick in the top five. Why? Because there's reason teams picking the top five. 
Because they've got too many. They <laughs> really suck. Yeah. How many of those teams with a top five pick are can even sniff the playoffs the next year? How many yeah. teams do you see t- picking the top five that end up picking them the top five for a couple of years before they get out of it? Yeah. I don't want that to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. No, not always. There's teams that will pick up there. You know, look, Jacksonville got the got the top pick two years in a row. I'm not going to be shocked one bit if they end up winning their division. I'm right. not, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not either. But look, they had it was multiple years of being up there. You know, it's very you're 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 right where one team. It's not always the case that you have one bad year, you drop, you go all the way to the top five to draft, and then you come back. It happens. It does. But it's also, why is it constantly the same teams drafting at the top? And eventually it cycles through. Look how bad the Buffalo Bills were for a while. I mean, this, this was a team that went to four straight Super Bowls. Then they were, they were, they were uh, oh, it, oh, it's the Bills <laughs> for a long time. And now they're back to another very strong team. It cycles through seasons after seasons. If the, if the Steelers are, quote, you know, "Quote unquote rebuilding," you know, which they do more of a reload. The out if the Steelers, even if they go, let's say they can, let's say they can win two of their last three. Let's see, they can. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they will. They could go zero and three. They could go three and zero. But let's say they win two out of three. For a team that was rebuilding slash reloading, that's not that far off from where they finished last year. To then have that, to then try to grow and move forward, right. Yeah, and 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 so it's not it's not about that winning winning record streak or anything like that. Anything like that. I still have a couple more things I want to talk to you about with this game, and I definitely want to get into talking about the next game. We're going to go ahead and take our break. So if you're here with us on YouTube and Facebook, we'll just be quiet for a couple seconds. And if you're here on the audio side, uh, we'll be back right after these messages. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. We are rolling on. We are talking about this Pittsburgh Steelers team, about finding success against teams on their level. The Steelers were playing teams that had similar, if not identical, records to them recently. The Carolina Panthers, win. Baltimore Ravens, much better record, loss. Should have been a win, in my opinion. You're talking about teams like the Atlanta Falcons, similar record, win. You're talking about the Indianapolis Colts, Win. Oh my goodness. Did you watch that game on Saturday? Oh, that was pitiful. that epic comeback. I didn't watch it, but I was keeping an eye on it, and it was just like, oh, that's just well, yeah. I, I had played Kirk Cousins in my fantasy league, but as you know, didn't matter what I did. This it wasn't the playoffs, it was just our, this is our right. family it league. It was what? it was it, 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 it wasn't what? What are we what what are we saying? It, it, it's not what, what are we talking about. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Oh, wrong one. Oh, you're terrible. <laughs> oh, oh, I couldn't. Re- there we Don't go. The, uh, yeah. Oh, playoffs. You, got, Don't talk about you had playoffs? one job to do. Me? Playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Playoffs. Yeah. It wasn't the playoffs for our fantasy league, but because I was locked into my position no matter what. Um, so it didn't matter if I won or not, but I played Kirk Cousins and man, he had 57 yards in the third quarter. I'm like, that's just bad. And he ended up with over 400. Uh, oh, that was just, that was, that was insane. So if I know this is Steelers, but if you just love football, that was one of those crazy games. Like, was it last year or the year before when it was a crazy Monday, Sunday night or Monday night game between 
the 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 mistake by the lake and that ugly purple team, where they just went where uh, oh, I don't. It was a couple of years ago because I'm pretty sure that was when you know that was the Lamar Jackson having to go to the locker room where, you know, um, a number of Ravens fans are like it was probably IBS, um, you know, that he was having. <laughs> they, they were saying cramps. I'm like, well, it might. <laughs> They didn't say what muscle, um, yeah. but uh, that one that was just crazy back and forth. That's what this past Sunday's game was. So if you're someone who enjoys football, you could look at that and be like, whoa. And that almost not, that almost ended, that almost ended the contest because we had three people left and they're, and it's down to picking two games. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the behind the steel curtain survivor contest for the sign cam hayward football we've been down to three people for a while this was the first week they had to pick two games two of the three people picked the vikings and it looked bad and the one but one of those two people got eliminated because their other pick was washington who really got screwed over by a couple of bad calls really late yeah um so we're down to two we're down to two um but yeah that'll be interesting to see how fantasy goes this week because now it's the playoffs and we square off against each other (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we're very evenly matched. We'll see. That'll be fun. Okay. So yeah, we're I'm talking about, yeah, I'm not even going to do it again, but the, the, the Steelers, you know, we mentioned the Colts. Um, then you've got, they, they played the, before the Colts, it was the, the, the Bengals who have a winning record. You know, the Steelers lost that game, but the Steelers before that, they played the saints. Another one of those teams on the similar record to the Steelers. So since the bye. The Steelers have, although they haven't been favored in all these games, they've beat the teams with similar records to them, and they lost at the and they lost the two games of teams that had a much better record than them. That's kind of what we expected. That's kind of but they are who we thought they were. That's kind of what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, we we knew there were going to be some things, especially offensively for the Steelers to work on this year. Um, what I want to say, I, I keep wanting to say at times that the defense hasn't lived up to expectations, but that's not always true. The defense has not been consistent. Yeah. I think would be the best way to say that. So so they they really are, in the end, going to end up right around the record I felt they would. Yeah. And, and think about this. Jeff Hartman said two to three years, two to three years for the rebuild. If you're looking at two to three years, last year the Steelers squeaked in with a 9-7-1 and one record. This year they're going to come up short of that. They've already got one more loss than that. But they could make it pretty close to that same record. If you're saying that's what they do this year, and let's say next year they improve by a, by a couple games, then you're talking about postseason. Then you're wanting to get postseason experience and maybe even that elusive postseason victory. Not that the Steelers could, you know, next year are ready to run straight to the Super Bowl. It would be great if they did. Yeah. But if you want to really step to this next year, you've got to build on this year, get get wins, get in that next level and win those games and keep winning those games of those teams that are the level below you. And do that get to the postseason, maybe even win a game in there, and then you roll into the next year, and that could really be when you could start to make some noise if they can work, if they do a nice job working free agency and the draft and everything else. It, it sounds like a great plan. Now let's see if they can execute it. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, there's so many other things that play into that, like you said, free agency, injuries, you know, things, who knows, you know guys retire out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, someone said it. I wish I would have brought it up at the time. Cause I thought we'd get there, man. The, that whole defensive line is different for the last two years because of the unexpected situation with Stefan to I yeah. mean, that changes, that changes a lot of things. That's, that's basically, you know, you know, you lose to it and TJ Watt for, you know, for for so much of those games this season, just thinking how it could have been different if you would have had had, even if Tua would have still been there as the player that he was back in 2020. So woulda, coulda, shoulda, things like that change. But it's still not a, an overall bad formula if you think that the Steelers can get there, and that's something we will hit hard in the off season. Offensively, in this game, we talked about Pat Fryermuth. We talked about no targets for him. 
Deontay Johnson, 10 for 10. 10 targets, that, 10 receptions. That was nice. That was, that was nice. a big game. Yeah. And, you know, the Steelers had that one third and 14. And I thought, oh, man, this, this is not going to be good. And Deontay comes through and gets gets a first down. Yeah. On a third and 14. That's the play the Steelers this year in particular. You're like, no, that's never happened. Yeah, that's not happening. But it did. So, um, yeah, kudos kudos to Deontay. Um, nice job. You know, 12 of 16 on third down. Yeah. Um, that was nice from the Steelers this week. I mean, that was actually, uh, that, that stat was so interesting that it was being brought up by the broadcasters. Yeah. But when you're putting yourself in third downs that you can get via quarterback sneak, that's key. I mean, you, coach Tomlin, he talked about it after the game. He talked about it again today. When you're in third and manageable, that's what allows you to convert third downs. And then you take a, an occasional third and long and you convert it. If the Steelers are stuck in third and 10, three times on a drive, with, even if they convert two of them, that's great. But then you don't convert the third one and you're done. Your drive's done. Right. So it, that it, it is what it is. So the offense being being methodical, doing what they need to, need to do, being efficient – I was kind of surprised when it was all said and done that the yards per carry, they dropped out over the game. Honestly, I think it was the last drive might kind of do, yeah. uh, done, done them in a little bit. But you also have to remember you, that there's a third down that the Steelers weren't really even, quote unquote, trying to convert um, on their last third down attempt. It was what, third and six? And they ran the ball to run down the clock and to make sure that they stayed in long field goal range. Yep. The goal there, if they would have got the first down, that would have been great. But if the goal there was solely the first down, you don't run the play that you ran. I was fine with what they did. It made sense. Well, it sure was nice to see Boz back out there for a 50-yarder. And the first thing I thought when he started to put the helmet on walk out on the field, I just looked at him. I said, well, this is good. <laughs> yep, it just kind of felt out. Now, the thing that, that worried about me, did you notice the one PAT? Oh, the snap? That that yeah. snap, I mean, big press going up to get that ball and getting it down that fast. I was, amazed at, I was amazed at how fast he got it down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yes. Yeah, that was, that, that was, a, that, that was, to me, that gave me confidence for field goals going forward. Yeah. You can you can gain those kind of things just on the extra points. Now, you know, you were saying, you know, the Steelers lost some on, on YPC there at the there towards the end of the game. So we were down to what three point five or six Something like in that. that range. Um that was but that was all right. In the end, what I really liked looking at was the fact that in the game, Steelers ran the ball 45 times as a team. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it was. It was forty-four, forty-five. It was somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Um, and the other thing you got to think about, Dave, that brings down the old YPCs. Kneel down. Those, <laughs> that and yeah. all those quarterback sneaks. Yeah. Well, I mean, Trubisky got four yards on one of them. On the one, yes, he <laughs> yeah. did get four yards on yeah. one of them. But other ones, you know, it was like we're trying to get half a foot, we get a yard. You know. It's, yeah. But yep. overall, you know. Offensively, love the running game. The running game was in good form, which then allowed the passing game to be very efficient. Yeah. That's what we need from the passing game right now, especially when when KP8 is in there right now. We need that that passing game to be efficient. We don't need, you know, if we're playing the way this, this team needs to be playing right now, it's run the football decently, pass as much as we need to, play good defense, and walk out with the W. Sure, the W might be by three points. Who cares? It's a W. Yeah. Winning mentality, things of that nature. You know, bring your quarterback along. Your young rookie quarterback, bring, you know, bring him along. I mean, at what point did Ben Roethlisberger, the great Ben Roethlisberger, get to, I'm going to throw this team on my back and win when I have to? It's not like he was ready to do that. Game he one. He he didn't do it at all, really. His his rookie year. Yeah, he did it. But he few, did. He did it a few times in the Super Bowl run. 
Yeah, but he yeah he built to that. You know what I mean? And that you know so, it was three four years in before he really you could see him kind of get that swagger like we got the ball two and a half minutes play we're going to go score. Yeah, yeah, yep. So. so, but before we get to the next game, real quick, I just have to say anything you want to say about the uh, two uh, interesting penalties. I okay, I have, that opportunity. I, yeah, I have zero zero issue with the Deontay Johnson one. Um, he and I forget who the corner was. They were playing chippy and chatter in the whole game. Yeah, uh, like so, I'm not surprised. Basically, they got to going. They took it a little further, a little further. Finally, the ref threw the flag. They knew where the line was. Then you saw them continue to do it, but then they just didn't cross the line. Yeah, Either I'm not saying I have zero problem with it, but at the same time. It's much more excusable. I still can't figure out what in the world was going on with Marcus Allen. Um, I think he might have had a, a brain you know, a seizure or something in there or a brain aneurysm. I was wondering, was there anyone who he went to college with that was in that huddle that he was just messing not, with, that it was more know. of a joking around? I don't know, but That's, whatever it was. His was the one where I have the issue in the game because the Steelers have him at fourth and 27. We're about to get the ball back and really hmm. – it was the time for the Steelers to take total control of the game. And because of his penalty, he gave up three points. And it kind of just let them linger longer. Correct. Yeah. I mean, really, you yeah. think about it. With a minute and a half left of the game, it was 11 points. Yeah. It was going to take an awful lot. I know some people were like, oh, Deontay Johnson, what's he doing on the hands team? Just because you don't like that he drops the ball, that's – no, that's that's who's going to be out there. I mean – Seriously. Yes, I do oh, have yes, an issue. They do have an issue. They're off having J.C. Hassenauer out there because he knows how to hold the ball because he snapped. No, it's what they do. I, I do have an issue that he went after that ball because that ball was never going to travel 10 yards. See, period. I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. And here's why. Well, I, I Look, I know why. Ready? I'm going to give you your answer for, for why. You'd okay. rather him go and get on it when he can get on it then let it go, and then it gets close to that 10 yards, and you got a gazillion people standing around it, and somebody's got to dive on it. You know that bunt that someone lays down the third base line, yeah. and you're like, let's let it roll foul, and then it doesn't, and yeah. everybody's safe. If it doesn't go I, – I don't know if it definitely wasn't going to go 10 yards. I'm not going to say that. You know, there's, there's ones – and when you're in that moment, this is still be going back to coaching high school. Now, remember, this is high school kids versus versus professionals. That's just like, you know, on a fourth down play, do you really want someone intercepting the ball 20 yards downfield? No, you get 20 yards of field position. But like my like my assistant coach at the time said, who is now the head varsity coach at the school, he said, he said, you can't ask a kid not to make a play in that moment. He's like, they're they're thinking they're making a play. And and there, if you're going to sit and wait and be indecisive to say, is it going to go ten yards? You're going, you're screwed. Okay, yeah. or is it going to go out of bounds? And people are like, well, why did he wait? If you wait, that lets the other team block your guys and get in position. One of the best things that can happen for an onside kick is for it to be a slow rolling to get ten yards that the other team doesn't pick up, because it gets the kick the kicking team time to. Time to blast the guys off the ball and get in position. Blast me, the guys off the ball and hope they touch the ball, and yeah. that is really a scrum. Yeah. So the the thing is, it's to the fact the ball hadn't gone ten yards. It's almost as good as a fair catch. You get the crack at it, where the other team can't touch it. That's true. So he could jump in and try to get it. I just wish he would have fielded it cleanly. Yeah. That was the problem. I have no problem yeah. with the decision to go get the ball. I do have a problem with, yeah, let's try to execute that a little bit better next time. Ended up not being an issue. So All right. let's yeah. go on to let's go on to this week. Yeah. So uh kudos to the O-line. One thing I want to say, I thought they did a nice job. Still can't believe they had them with lower PFF scores than last week. Especially yeah, in the run game, I'm like, I'm like they, they weren't. I don't know what they were. No, watching. you can tell. Go they, go look at K. Was it KT that did the film breakdown on them? Yeah, yeah. On Bottom line, line is, that, oh, it was that was phenomenal blocking by the offensive line in the running game. Like I said, with PFF, it's it's trying to it's trying to make something objective out of something subjective, and because it's subjective, whoever is grading it is going to affect it. 
It's kind well, of like it was, it was someone, obvious. someone turns in a term paper to you versus they turn into a term paper to me. You might think it's an A minus. I might think it's a C plus. Yeah. Same friggin' paper. It, it, yeah. It was obvious that the, that the person that was grading the Steelers this week liked defense and was not the same person greeting them last week. Because yeah. if you were trying to compare game to game, it was it was ridiculous. All right, we got we want to talk a little bit about this week. We want to talk about that frigid air coming in. All right, brother. Tell no, me, tell no, me about no, the polar vortex. The, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not that no. Haven't you heard what everybody's been calling it coming in? Oh no. Oh, apparently Joe Donardo's come to town. You know why? Why? Because Joe Donardo named his fist Arctic. Blast! Arctic that's blast. Coming. <laughs> that's All what's right. coming. So, yeah. and that's what that's what's coming. An Arctic blast. And you know what I love about it? Let's bring in a team from the desert in to play in our Arctic blast. Yeah. Let's bring Gotta a team that's coming from Las Vegas, out in the nice, warm, hot, dry desert. Bring it to Pittsburgh, give them some cold and snow and wind. You're welcome. Yeah. And it's supposed to what single digits, possibly yep. negative wind chills. They're saying they're saying uh I saw this this afternoon. Current current estimated temperature in Pittsburgh at game time is eight degrees and mm-hmm. falling. The high on Saturday in Pittsburgh is to be 10. That's probably actually going to go down because ours here has been dropping our high on Saturday. We had Mm -hmm. gone from a high of like seven or eight. We're now to have a high of three. Wow. It's going to be cold where I am, but not that cold. Um, I'm just kind of bummed because the, the, the front that's moving through in front of it that was supposed to give snow is now only giving us rain. So don't think we'll have a white Christmas where I am, but uh, anyway, uh, but, but it'll be a cold one. It'll be a cold one. So we, gotta we, will, look at that we one. will have a white Christmas here. Just yeah. so you, know. you know what? You almost got to think that, you know, the quarterback and gripping that cold ball, that's going to be tough. You might almost have an advantage, you know, of like maybe if you wore like two pairs of gloves, I don't know, maybe, you know, but might actually work maybe, to your advantage. Maybe we'll be able to keep our little tiny hands. Yeah. You know. No, but I mean, if one quarterback's used to wearing double gloves, I think he's going to be better off on Saturday sure. night. You know, <laughs> Kenny Pickett has trotted out there and this kind of stuff before. Yeah. Now he played in Pittsburgh, but how many games did he play in Pittsburgh in December? Because of when college finishes up. A few. Yeah, not nearly as many as you might no. think, but it's not like it hasn't been at all. So you know, I will him, say this though: yeah. when they're when they're in bowl games, they're continuing to be outside and practice all the way to their bowl games, which are happening coming up. So that's it's not like point. they hasn't been out in that weather working on football stuff. That's true. I, I didn't look at it from a practice standpoint. I was only looking at it because yep. you know a lot of times they'll practice inside there at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. I know the Steelers do. A lot. Well, it depends on where, where they're going, what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah. that you that's going to be an interesting about. one. So then you got to look at the opponent, and the Raiders got back Renfro and Walker. Right. That's the tight end. Yeah. Okay. Waller. You got them back. Not Walker. Waller. No. Waller. 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 Oh, that's sorry. Yeah. Waller. Sorry. Um. So they're a little bit different team when it comes comes to that, but. Man, they're once again the Steelers are going to be playing a team that has the same record as them, and and shouldn't. and shouldn't because my my good they they did not win that game. No, the Patriots handed it. The Patriots it. lost that game. That was just like oh my god. I mean, and it's not like I was really rooting for the Patriots, but I didn't really want the the Raiders to be feeling all that great either. But uh, it's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. It's going to be. You know, Christmas Eve night um, for a lot of fans, that's a bad thing. For a number of fans, that's a good thing. Um, Tyler W. says he's he's going to the game. I hope you have a good time. I've got little kids, so there's no chance I was going. Um, um, Occam's Ox brings up something that's – I can't confirm this stats, but I might have to look at it. He says Derek Carr is 0-6 in games under 30 degrees. What about ones under 3 degrees? 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. So this will be interesting because the weather will be a factor. Yes, but then will. again, the Steelers, it's not like the Raiders have this fantastic overall rushing attack. They just happen to have the, the best. I didn't check after this week yet, but going into last week, he was the leading rusher in the NFL. So I'm, I, I assume he still was. So the Steelers are going after a, a good individual runner. It's just he's pretty much their entire run game um, yes. for, for a lot of it. So this is what it is. The Steelers are, are favored by the typical home three points. Any other thoughts on this game before you give your score? Um, interested to see the cold. Interested to see what the what the electricity is like in the stadium. Yeah, with the whole immaculate reception thing going on. You know, and you know there'll be plenty of former former Steeler players there in attendance, mm-hmm. and what that will be. Um, so, so I really hope that it's really fun and hyped up. It's one where I considered going, but. In the end, then I was just like, you know what? If I did, it would pretty much mess up my Christmas day. Yeah. And I don't want to mess up my Christmas day. Yeah. So um, I'm not going. Yeah. Does the fact that it's just the Raiders, whether it's the Immaculate Reception thing, whether it's three degrees out, the fact that the Steelers just seem that they can't get can't get out of the way playing the Raiders, particularly in Pittsburgh. Yep. Do, do you think that's a big factor here? Or do you think there's enough other things going on that that's I, kind of pushed behind? I, I think there's enough other things going on. I really do. Mm-hmm. I thought about that at one point and I was like, you know what? You know, some of those bad losses, none of these guys that we've had to the Raiders, mm-hmm. none of these guys were around for. Yeah. So they're probably going to be more focused in on the whole immaculate reception thing than that. Yeah. So, um, and really I'm hoping they're really thinking about building the momentum off their previous game. Yeah. That's what it really should be all about. And I, and I don't think it's, it's too different of a Steelers team to, to really worry about that. Um, And it's a different coach that it's once again, I think it's a coach that's a good coordinator, not a good head coach. Yep. And he's getting another crack at it. And I don't know that it's working out this time either. So we'll see what happens. Let's just roll into it. Rich, you're going to give us your scores. Everyone else is going to give us their scores. As soon as I put it in the live chat, after you give me a score for Saturday night, Steelers hosting the Raiders. All right. My score is coming totally to, on top of the fact that it is going to be creeping towards zero degrees outside. Um, I, I just think that Steelers will be – the much better team prepared to handle that, especially since they will get to practice in some pretty chilly weather this week. Um, although if they could have practiced yesterday, it would have almost been like that. It was cold. Hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm going uh, Steelers 20, Raiders 14. 20 to 14 is what you're going with. All right. Mm-hmm. I've got the scores coming in. You guys fire them off into the live chat. We will read them out to finish up the show here. Um, people were talking about how old they were with the immaculate reception. Coach Tomlin today had a good one. He's like, like, what's your thoughts on the immaculate reception? He's like, well, I was in section 135. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I was four months old, but I've met probably 75,000 people that claimed that they were at that game. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's funny. Here we go. Brian Brown. Remember, if you don't say a team, we just assume you mean Steelers. He's got Steelers 28-17. Steelers-Pittsburgh says um, 13-10 Steelers. Oxum's Ox has 24-12 on 12-24. That's a good one. I had to read that whole one. That was a good one. Okay. That's uh, Thomas, right there. Thomas Eads, the fourth, says – uh, Steelers 27, Raiders 17, George Teston, Steelers 13 to 6. I wouldn't be shocked at all if it's a score like that. As cold as it is, everything else. Right. The only thing is, is it going to lead to turnovers? If it's turnovers and takeaway heavy, that changes a lot. Last week there was no no turnovers in the game and the, and long drives by the Steelers, which just kept the possessions down. 
Um, you just don't know if it's going to play out in the same way. Okay, we got State of the Steelers. He says 13 to 7, just like 50 years ago. Okay, uh, Tyler W says 20 to 7. Um, Evan Gile says 21 17. Claude Bishop says 24 10, black and gold forever. Uh, Kevin Brokenborough says 23 13 Steelers. Um, Outside Steeler fan says, good guys, 13, Madden, 7. He says, Harris pulls off immaculate, too. I guess that's Najee Harris. Um, Richard Adamson says, 24 to 10, Steelers. Um, um, Ruin it, Randy says, Raiders, 24, Steelers, 13. Um, Dwayne says, 20 to 10, Steelers. He says, there's going to be two two pickles thrown by the, by the Raiders. Uh, Mark Malone says, Steelers, 17, 10. Harvey Stone says Steelers 24, Raiders 17. Great 103 says 24, 14 Steelers. George OTJ, he's got 20 to 16 Steelers. Um, M. Marcus 39 has Steelers 27 to 23. John, is that Bozert or Bossert? Sure. Sure. It's one John will let us know at some point. 23, 17, the Berg. Okay, Dusk Thunder 9 says um, 24, 21 Steelers. Kathy Ford says 30 to 23. She says, give me some high score and even in the cold. That's our, hey, that, that could keep the fans cheering and keep them warmer. Sherry Richards says 23-14. Reuben Stone says 23-16. Good guys. Um, Reginald Rivers says 27-13. Or sorry, I'm going to say that wrong. 27-23 Steelers. Um, do, 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 um, Dennis Pavlak says... 23-19 Steelers. 23-19. Um John says it's boss Ert. Okay. So that's okay. what I Thank thought you, it was to start. But uh we'll spend any more creep in here. We'll get them at the end. I'm I'm excited just because there's three Steelers games left. So you gotta enjoy them while you can. Yeah. Gotta exactly. want them, gotta gotta see if they can pull out the victory. Uh they got two division games after this one. This is the, the last non-division game. Um, so so we gotta get this. C D says 31-21 Steelers. Uh Seth Williams says 23-20 Steelers. Um Steven Swan says 13-10 Steelers. So you, you, you get, as a Steelers fan, enjoy it. Get your towels yeah. ready. You know, put the kids to bed, um, get the towels ready, um, get get ready for Santa to come visit by watching your Steelers, wh- whatever whatever you do. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, just enjoy the game. And, you know, go ahead and eat the cookies while you're sitting there watching the game. Yeah. You know, Santa probably won't mind that much. Yeah, eat I the mean, cookies. It's, it's Steelers cookies. football. So, yeah. yeah, it's Steelers football. You know, you, you, you got you to gotta do what you got to do. But, hey, make sure you're checking out all the podcasts. All right, we're still trying to figure out what's going on the postgame show. The guys tried to say, oh, we never said that we did it. No. The Aussies confirmed with me multiple times they were doing the show. Now they say they can't. We don't know who's going to be on the postgame show. We're going to figure that out. Probably Big Brosco. That's probably who's going to be on there. Um, But uh, we thought we had it set up perfect for those guys. They were excited about it when they talked to me. We we spoke personally several times. Now they're saying, oh, did we really say we do that? Yeah, you guys did. I'm calling you out right now if you listen to this. You told me multiple times. So now we're reeling. Now we got to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. Now we got to figure out what we're doing. Come on. They should want to, they should want to do it just to come. Yeah. Well, but I also understand it's the middle of the afternoon on Christmas day, which I thought was like, do you guys have time to do this? Oh no, that's perfect for us. Okay. Well, now that we're getting closer, it's not so perfect, but that's all right. We'll still have a post game show. There'll be a post game show. Might not be a long post game show. Um, You know, maybe, maybe Santa will make an appearance. Who knows? Um, but other than that, uh, the only thing that really changes in the schedule is my last-minute thoughts will be on Saturday afternoon instead of Sunday morning because I got to give them to you before the game. Um, other than that, we'll just we'll be rolling through. It'll be a good time. Um, make sure you check it out behindthesteelcurtain.com. Rich, what do you have to say to close this out tonight? All right, so you know it's gonna yeah. Get your Get out your booties, camper, because it's going to be cold out there. It's cold out there every day. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> that movie was on the other night. I watched it. it? <laughs> nice. um, you know, it, it's it's going to be cold. Um, and I love it. You know, yeah. to me, this game is going to scream Pittsburgh Steelers football. Yeah. 
you know, cold Christmas Eve, 50th anniversary immaculate reception. Like it screams Steelers football. Now I just need to see some Steelers football from the Steelers. Um, like I said earlier, I'm really hoping to see him just continue to build momentum off what we saw in the game last week. Uh, will be nice if we really do see, which I expect we will. Can he pick it back under center? And you know, that, now it's just let's try to let's try to get a couple more wins here at the end of the year. Like I said, going into next year, looking great. It is going to be cold here. Um, I'm going to turn up the heat. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to leave it as cold as I usually leave it in the house, and we keep our house pretty cool. Um, Put on your sunglasses. <laughs> no, 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 because we oh, lost. We lost. That's right. You the, lost with them once in there. That so, was right. so. Okay. I did not have the sunglasses on then on Sunday. There you go. Okay, so just making sure. Once we lost to the Ravens, that was done. So, um, I'll be on the couch watching the game, ready to go, ready to hop on, do the post game show here potentially. Why? Because what else would I rather do than spend some time on Christmas Eve talking Steelers with my with with my Steelers decorated tree behind me, um, and, and just ready to go? You know, I think about Christmas as a time where I'm thankful for a lot of things, and I'm thankful for the Pittsburgh Steelers and my Pittsburgh Steeler family. Um, so for me, it's going to be a privilege if I'm on the, the post game show to get to spend that evening with people out there who also love the Steelers the way I love the Steelers. So um, looking forward to it coming up on Saturday, Christmas Eve presents and Steelers football all in a short period of time. Gotta love it. Can't wait. Time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.